Mother Earth, what would you like us to convene? Welcome to another podcast. Hi, I'm Alex. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm Zane. I'm Anthony. Wow, we're ourselves today. Wow. Crazy. Holy shit. It's all working out in 2020. I haven't yeah. felt like me in a little while, so I kind of <laughs> needed this. Been out of my own skin. Alex has the best week of his life. <laughs> Alex, uh, Alex, my girlfriend, and I went out to <laughs> Yeah, a, I'm your a, girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, Alex, my girl. That was Alex, comma, my girlfriend. <laughs> went out to a, a bar recently for uh, Jenny's 21st, and we- His girlfriend. Alex, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful, wonderful relationship. It was brought up to us by a, a dear friend of ours, Matthew, um, that Taco Bell was doing a subscription service now. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I heard about I, that. I hate this idea. <laughs> I kind of like it. I don't personally believe that I would have any use for it, but I heard uh, someone talking about it, and they mentioned, the. I think it was Tyler that mentioned this, where... It, like walking to campus, all you can do, it's like you stop into, into a Taco Bell, just get a like a, a taco on your way to class yeah it's that, like a meal that's plan. where i see the utility out of it but also like near us there's like two taco bells like right next yeah. to each other it's like it's so easy to just be like out of class coming back grab a taco i don't even have to deviate off my path i can just turn into taco bell <laughs> get a taco and leave and like i see the utility of it but i'm not gonna fucking be satiated by a taco yeah, you know it's not taco enough. I feel like it should be like a box that you get or like a like a meal. It's probably not profitable though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's well, like 20 it like bucks for the bucks subscription. Then. Yeah, you can oh, yeah, yeah, how much does it cost? It's 10, 10 bucks. Is it 10 bucks? Yeah. yeah, you can make it like more money. Yeah. Probably. I mean, think they about it. You probably you, don't even get a loss on cuz it, now it's like they get 30 tacos, tacos in a month. Tacos are like right? fucking 30 cents, yeah, dog, prob- you know? Probably even less <laughs> than that. It's probably like 15 cents, yeah, no, 12 yeah, cents. They use That's, like meat paste. Yeah. <laughs> Leftover, like, horse and pig assholes, you know? It's <laughs> yeah, good, they, though. It's real good. It put, put it in the <laughs> nice chuck center Taco Bell. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All the scraps. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, think about if you got a taco every single day. How much does one taco cost at Taco Bell? It's like a dollar. Like yeah, so it's, it's a deal for someone who really loves Taco Bell. Yeah. Which I feel like most people do. It's, like, hard to, like, hate Taco Bell, but it's pretty easy to just, like, I want a taco. It's because it's yeah. like once in a it's while. the only restaurant that's open at like fucking two a.m. Mm-hmm. and that you can just go there and get some like greasy ass kind of pretty good food. Yeah, and I'm not if you're about drunk to sit, or high. I'm like, not about to sit in a Wendy's drive through for like six fucking hours. I fucking hate Wendy's. Fuck <laughs> Wendy's. <laughs> What's with the only, Wendy's hate? The Every only thing that's good had. at Wendy's is the fucking chicken one dollar chicken sandwiches, and those are. So fucking amazing. The chicken Asiago yeah, sandwich okay. is really good. Wendy's too. chicken is <laughs> kind of popping Wendy's off. Wendy's chicken is good. Their burgers are trash. Fuck Wendy's. They're actually so Every y'all not rocking with Frosties? Frosties are good. I like uh, well, go I mean, to somewhere else, dude. Go somewhere else. I'm just go somewhere saying, that has where, a good where else frosties? has Frosties? Who, who else has Frosties? I don't fucking know. You just get a chocolate <laughs> milkshake. That's basically a fucking Frosty. Yeah, yeah stop. I mean, they're all the same. Milkshake, Frosty, Slushy. They're yeah. all just cold slushies. Are yeah, slushies, okay. are slushies are a little bit different. <laughs> I agree but. with the sentiment. You can't just yeah. get a milkshake anywhere. And Frosties are essentially It'll just do the thicker job. milkshakes. Yeah. Yeah. How, are you, how are you so dead set on getting like, oh, I, I need a fucking Frosty right now. It's like, I could yeah. just get a milkshake. You know? I think the thing I don't like most about Wendy's is the buns. It always feels like it's halfway between like an authentic burger and something that's just like you'd get uh, 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 just some random bun you get on a regular burger. Have and I tried? honestly would prefer the regular bun. Have, have you tried their new so fries? Long. 
No, so Wendy's okay. fries. I want to go fries to- from all fast food places are all like the same to me. They're just like flavorless potato sticks. Like they don't have any. Flavorless. I mean, I guess, but like yeah, they just taste like. I mean, they all taste like the same thing. I guess it's not flavorless, but they're just bland yeah. potato. McDonald's on good days is like probably the best fry out of the bunch. And if we're talking about the big three, Wendy's, BK, and then Mc- Mickey McDonald's. Macca's. Macca's. Um, <laughs> I, I definitely think <laughs> Macca's takes the cake for the fries. Like, it's just when they're, when you get them served hot and they're nice and warm and fucking salty and like crispy, they're when, wonderful. When McDonald's fries are like, made right. That's like, ha- that happens like 10% of the time. You literally roll a D20 and you <laughs> yeah. see if you can get yeah. good McDonald's fries. <laughs> You have to be like an 18. Yeah. <laughs> DC on that was actually a nat 20 this time. So uh, <laughs> the DC was a nat 20. <laughs> yeah. It's an easy roll. I got that. How do you guys feel about Steak and Shake's fries? The ultra thin? I have... I'm so mad at fucking Steak and Shake. I was part of like their 60 plus menu. You know, what? I was like, what? I would go to Steak and Shake and I would get their fucking BLT. And I oh, tried... Like the go- old people menu? Yeah. I thought like 60 plus was a rank that you yeah. get <laughs> Steak Dude, I'm, shake. I'm level 60 plus in competitive Steak and Shake. You don't understand. I've been grinding this. I've been hammering back milkshakes and pounding burgers. I hit Steak 2. <laughs> no, the, in the reality... It just means that I was eating egg whites only with like the 60 plus year olds. But no, their BLT was fucking amazing. So, like $2.99 and you get a shitty fucking BLT, but it's made well. Yeah. It's like it's made with heart. It, it, <laughs> they put their soul into it, I swear. There's bacon, lettuce, and tomato. And it's like the it's bread. The name of the sandwich. The bread is toasted pretty well. Who so it's like you're describing like the most mediocre sandwich it is experience. Mediocre, but it's also two dollars. It's like if they if steak and shake gave you like a like a school district lunch where you didn't have it, enough money. It was two dollars school district. It literally is. Like, it's like a cold cheese sandwich. And you're oh like, holy God. shit, no, hol- this is it, amazing. No, it's like school lunch when you go on like a Thursday and it's like, yo, you get mashed potatoes, chicken and shit. It's like, the this is best. the good school yeah. lunch. <laughs> this is the day you buy lunch. The, the steak and shake BLT is the good school lunch of fast food. Is Pretty much, saying? yeah. But they got rid of it. So I'm like eternally oh, okay. molding. So they failed. Oh, so they failed. <laughs> yeah, they failed me mm. and every other 60 year old on the planet. That's fucked up. So have you not had the fries there? Their fries are like pretty good, but I would only get it with the BLT and now mm-hmm. it's gone. So fuck the fries. <laughs> we used to order like an extra order of fries on the side when we went just because they were so like, it's one of those. Were you a milkshake dipper? No. Okay. I, do, I see the purpose and I see <laughs> the utility of it. Like you said earlier about the, the Taco Bell subscription, okay. but it's just like, I would never do it. Mm. I will say. No. Uh, oh, <laughs> Before I went anti-Wendy's, you know, I'm staunch anti-Wendy's nowadays, but before that, I would get the spicy chicken nuggets and a Frosty, and I would dip those motherfuckers in the Frosty. That shit is so It good. tames the heat. I get it. But also it sounds gross as no, fuck. No, it's good. <laughs> I feel the like you like a lot savory. of... I feel like you like a lot of Wendy's menu items for hating Wendy's. I have, <laughs> I have two. No, I guess three items. The Frosty, the Asiago sandwich, and the chicken. That's like a third. When do you go to McDonald's and you're like, I, you know, I only like two things on the menu. Of course you only like two things on the menu. No, I, I, have like, I like the Big Mac, the fucking McDouble. The McDouble? Yeah, the McDouble. What do we advertise, bro? I want to be obese. Sponsored by McDonald's. I'll always get extra large. <laughs> I promise. 
I feel like I'm like that with most fast food restaurants where there's only like one or two things I really like getting and everything else is just kind of mid to me. Yeah, maybe. Like Taco Bell, I feel the same way. The Dorito tacos are like my go-to. Maybe a Chalupa. And then uh, after that, it's just kind of like whatever. Like yeah. I'll eat it. But yeah. yeah, all my fast food cravings, like if I ever have a, f- a craving for a specific fast food, it's going to be hyper-specific. Mm-hmm. It's like I need Wendy's chicken sandwiches. Cherry pies from McDonald's. Fuck a cherry pie, dude. dude. They used I, to be kind of good. I'm I legitimately so hate good. pies, though. Pies are. Do you so, like toaster strudel? I and they're okay. Pop tart. I hate pop tarts. Pop tart. I 100 rather have a toaster strudel than pop tart. <laughs> yeah, I kind of agree. They're I just mean, like they're more affluent. They're yeah, for, to- they're posh pop tarts. <laughs> <laughs> they really are. You're, you're like upper middle class. Yeah, it's, it's like, like it's a what a pop tart is supposed to be. But it's like a pop tart is a dehydrated <laughs> toaster strudel. It's like space food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You have to put it back in the fucking rehydrator to like get it to become a strudel. Astronauts sending down requests for like their fucking uh, pop tart. -tart. I want strawberry pop tart. (laughs) Houston, I want strawberry pop tart. I want McDouble. Wendy Frosty. Frosty. I want McDouble. I want Nuggies with the Frosty. (laughs) Copy that. We'll send. We'll send it up with your bottle. They're all dehydrated. A dehydrated Frosty. It's just cocoa powder. <laughs> Don't they like use piss water to rehydrate their shit up there? I think they do. Yeah. Yeah. Bear Girls works at Wendy's. Fucking animals. <laughs> it's just so oh. funny thinking of like the world's leading scientists. <laughs> just doing Bear Girls up there. <laughs> uh, I'm good to go for another 50 hours. <laughs> <laughs> do you see the, the video Anthony posted in our. Uh, of him drinking his piss? Yeah. Yeah. That was hilarious. <laughs> I know. That was. But right. actually, leading I didn't drink that. that much of it. Come on. <laughs> Uh, the video of Mark Kelly in like a gorilla costume chasing oh people. My God. Yeah, 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 that was hilarious. Dude, that, I didn't he, know that shit happened. I love, the wor- I love the wording on that too. He smuggled it in <laughs> and didn't tell anybody. It's like, wow, this is fucking awesome. I would be kind of worried because it's like, how do you get a full costume on like that yeah, on, what, a, on what the ISS? He uses his ass. <laughs> what did he have to sacrifice to get that costume on? Like he was, he had his suitcase <laughs> he just, and he was like, mm, what am I not going to bring to fit the gorilla costume? No, he smuggled in? out team food. Food rations where it's like you know you covered all the dessert but the monkey he costume. took away some of their food <laughs> sorry guys i hope you don't mind i just needed to store this here real quick kelly <laughs> where's our pop tarts <laughs> i swear <laughs> to god <laughs> he's getting on board the 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 rocket with like a huge backpack they're like mr kelly what is that he's like nothing <laughs> pop tarts <laughs> he's bringing more <laughs> Oh, Something I you can't uh, be leaving crumbs, Kelly. You know this. <laughs> <laughs> There's crumbs floating around. The says, they're like, God damn it! Someone owns it, opens a, someone opens a nature valley bar. <laughs> Yo, open the window. You gotta let these crumbs out. All of the all of the space debris that's surrounding the Earth is just nature valley crumbs. <laughs> There's like hypersonic <laughs> fucking crumbs. <laughs> yeah, we, that was just a peanut going by. Satellites. They're monitoring Dude. the James Webb Space Telescope's like <laughs> mission to the orbit, and there's just ting, and it gets sent off orbit by a crumb. Now we have to be careful about this launch. There's only thirty second window between the Nature Valley crumbs. <laughs> We're approaching the corona of the Nature Valley ring. <laughs> They're like conglomerating into one like ball, a small meteorite of Nature Valley bar. 
In Dude. 30 days, a small meteorite of Nature Valley will impact the Earth. <laughs> <laughs> It'll land around the San Francisco area. Anybody nearby is is advised Guaranteed. to evacuate. <laughs> Guaranteed to die. <laughs> I mean, uh, evacuate now. Have you guys seen um, Don't Look Up? I have. Yeah. Uh, no. No? Is it a movie where you can't look up, otherwise you'd die? No. It's, it's, a, a, it's, like a, it's a comedy, but it's supposed to be hyper-ironic to... Yeah. It's like a direct parallel to like the the COVID epidemic and like how, or a COVID I'm pandemic. I'm pretty sure it's okay. for climate change. I think it might be. It, it, it can honestly, honestly be applicable to like yeah, a lot of things. It could be applied yeah. to basically any situation yeah. that is dire enough. What is ba the premise of the movie though? Basically what happens is like these researchers at some uh, school in Michigan, like they observe a comet that's like approaching Earth and they do some calculations and realize that it's like going to hit earth like oh, it, it, they do like a ton of calculations over and over and over again like true doomsday it. apocalypse kind of yeah what doomsdays so, like, were in the 2000s it's in two it's in current day okay. and so basically like the um uh fucking what's it called they take it to the president or whatever and like the president is like this person who's a lot like trump like mm -hmm. that's like kind of what they're going for honestly uh where they're like they're super focused on like their image they're just like they're not paying attention to like shit that actually matters. Like when they bring up like what's actually happening, they're like, okay, well wait, when's the midterms? You know, like they, like they have, they're like, we can't bring this shit up PR to the public. Yeah, moment. exactly. Yeah. They don't care about what's actually happening. Yeah. They're, they're worried more about like what is uh, going to affect them. Yeah. Rather. And Yo, so there was a president who like straight up said that I was like, I mean, you know, if we get past this, pretty good good on him <laughs> for only caring about pr <laughs> no not the pr thing but if he just comes out and says like yo there's a comet about to hit the earth i'm like yeah you know what uh, oh you mean like a president that actually does their job you'd be impressed yeah, by yeah i would be impressed <laughs> yeah. okay. they came out and told us the truth yeah yeah that, that would be impressive <laughs> but yeah it's like a, a just continuing devolving series of events where it's like they they have like a planned mission set by someone who's supposed to be like mark zuckerberg or elon musk just like a billionaire th philanthropist that doesn't actually care about like the general public it's more so for what they want out mm -hmm. of land profits and such yeah. so yeah, they yeah. have like a mission to go and um actually neutralize the asteroid or the comet and then it literally this like just one punch man dude that's all you're saying <laughs> yeah like the, what is the end of, end of season one uh, is it like yeah that? with a meteor striking Saitama just beat, punches it and I haven't seen uh, the last time uh, I watched can't you're spoiling one, one punch I know that's yeah. so sad I thought if you started you gotta finish it what's wrong with you no I, I caught up but oh I don't think there's like a third season or anything and I watched it like no it was in the ago. anime it was in like the first season yeah I probably watched it but I don't, I don't remember but anyways it's a pretty like, forgettable scene don't worry they have a <laughs> They have like a, a bunch of rockets that fly up and then they like divert it because it's uh, they find out that there there's like a lot of uh, minerals and like people valuable metals. No, like valuable people. metals. Smurfs. Like platinum and gold and shit. And oh, it's shit. like so way they, more profitable to send if we let it hit, up there and mine it. If we let it hit, we'll have those minerals. Yeah. yeah. All we got to do is get rid of the Antarctic. <laughs> Worth it. Just divert it to Antarctica. <laughs> Just blow up the continent with an asteroid. We'll be fine. We don't need that shit. It's cold there. It's <laughs> all ice. Who lives yeah, there? Let's not send it to the ocean or anything. Let's send it to Antarctica. Yeah. Well, the ocean might be pretty catastrophic too because yeah, it'll true, send true, true, a true. huge tidal wave to every coast. Yeah. We should just get it to skid across the surface of the earth. It's skipping across the fucking ocean. It hits like the middle of the Pacific Ocean, skips, and then just goes, uh, like diverts course around the sun. That would be incredible. <laughs> would be I want to see that. Imagine being like on a boat. You just, 
<laughs> it's like ripping through. Like, like, comes in like it's like parting the ocean. Yeah, you're not gonna be alive for long because there's a massive tidal wave following <laughs> yeah, that yeah, for sure. Just swim through it. <laughs> yeah, just swim, dumbass. It's literally water. Go through the wave, more. Hold your breath, dumbass. <laughs> you guys don't have get a... crushed by tidal waves. <laughs> You guys have a like thalassophobia, a fear of the ocean, I or don't, general deepness of it. I think yeah, I think I have more thalassophobia than uh No, I think I'm more afraid of like the shit that could be in it rather than the open space itself. So if there's a distinction in that phobia where that is the case, I have that instead of thalassophobia. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I kind of feel the same way, but I also have just general weariness of that open space because you I, don't know what's there. It's I think a, that, yeah, I think that open space is just too ominous for me to trust it. <laughs> yeah. If I knew like Earth was like sterilized, you know, I'm just going in there. It's like, yeah, okay, cool. This is neat as fuck. It's kind of like the same concept of being afraid of the dark, but in a place that's much more unfamiliar. Mm -hmm. So it, it kind of just gets amplified in my opinion. Yeah, it because I don't think I have a fear of the dark because it's like I I can get through you know like my own basement you know fine whatever I'm not really too afraid of like oh ghosts and shit mm -hmm. is it, does it sit in the back of my head fuck yeah it does <laughs> holy shit I don't know I kind of resolved myself from those kinds of fears but that's what yeah. I was relating to with the lassophobia because it is kind of like the same fear and if I was in the ocean like open ocean in all the, the time. Ocean. Yeah, if I was swimming in the ocean. The thing that scares me, like, in terms of, like, the ghosts or whatever, like, in your basement, it's not, like, I don't think about ghosts. I think of, like, a fucking random dude, like, living yeah, in my walls like, or some shit. That's the main <laughs> that, That's scary to me. But like, that's a little bit yeah. more realistic. Yeah. Like, there's been stories of that happening, but yeah. there's not, like, oh, there's a, there's a... I don't really believe in ghosts and shit. Yeah, those know? are cryptid yeah. in my I, basement. I, yeah. like, ironically <laughs> talk to ghosts in my house if I'm ever, like, alone. Yeah. Because it's, like nothing's here but i'm like oh excuse me as if you know walking <laughs> past some dude it's like all right i'm leaving i'll be back at like eight y'all have the house <laughs> don't do anything crazy I, seriously i do that shit when i leave the house because it's just it's funny to me mm. like you, talking to like imaginary it's, ghosts. That's like it's like own. it's my roommate dude <laughs> you have your own inside jokes with yourself <laughs> i do yeah <laughs> you come back there's like booze or stains there's like, like what the red what the cups. Fuck. Yeah. clean up after yourselves there's a, just a floating lampshade and you're like, come on, <laughs> Jeffrey. Yeah. yeah, there's like a loosely tied tie <laughs> and a lampshade. I'm sorry, boss. What I got to get fuck? these ghost bitches. I left the computer on for you guys. What the fuck? Y'all had VR. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a good way to disguise talking to yourself. Oh, shit. Yeah. I'm just talking to the ghosts. <laughs> if anything, that's worse. You, you sound like a schizophrenic. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. It's like... Well, I guess it is kind of weird in just different areas, but I feel like yeah. it's it's normal to talk to yourself. Like a yeah. lot of people talk really, to yeah. themselves. Yeah, a lot of people talk you know? to themselves. But like the to say and I, I don't think that this is actually what you're doing, but like if you like unironically believe that there were like ghosts in your house and you're like talking to them and having full on conversations with them. That might be, you know, like a, a sign to go that, get yeah, some yeah. medical help. Or I, I do tend to ride the line on my own irony. <laughs> <laughs> I will admit. I don't even know if I believe myself anymore. <laughs> I, I could be speaking myself into it. Who knows? Yeah. You never know. You're going to go home and be like, oh, God, they're you, actually here. <laughs> you talk yourself into having psychosis. <laughs> that would <laughs> suck, dude. It's probably possible. The, the oh, human... 100%. You can, like, gaslight yourself into oh, fucking yeah. anything. I talk to myself a lot 
like pretty frequently when I'm home alone because it's just like actually it's how I practice like for the podcast as well because it's just I learn how to speak more clearly maybe I'll develop a better vocabulary about certain things it's just basically practicing where I don't usually have practice when I stream Minecraft I like I'm not used to talking like to chat or like being passively entertaining because I play Valorant all the time so what I do when I stream Minecraft is that I will talk myself through my like the process of what I'm about to do so that way I can just like stay on track and stay focused. Right. Uh, so I do talk to myself a lot, but I feel like I keep my my self-discussion to utility purposes. I argue with myself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, do, I just have like arguments in my brain. You play like, like both sides. Yeah, like I'll be like folding my laundry and I'll be like, I just lost an argument to myself. What the fuck <laughs> is wrong with me? Because it's like just folding laundry, <laughs> getting progressively more pissed. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I'm like flipping and getting angry at my shirt. What the fuck? <laughs> I'll do this later. I'm done. <laughs> I can't even believe you just said that. I can't deal with you right now. <laughs> Fold the laundry yourself. <laughs> I'm moving out. That's, That's how you gaslight psychosis. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dave's sitting in his bedroom, like, what the fuck <laughs> yeah. is going on out there? <laughs> Dude, I hope that nobody hears me whenever I talk to myself. Because, like, S. Dave. Yeah, I don't know. Do you I, get distracted by your inner monologue a lot? Distracted? Probably, yeah. Like, what do you mean distracted? Uh, so it's like, uh, say like you're driving or something, but then like you might zone out on driving and pursue a, uh, oh, like yeah. a thought start, in your head. Start thinking about shit. Like yeah. yeah. And you go on like autopilot when you drive. And Pretty much, like, yeah. Uh-huh. Wait a minute, and then where you, like, am I? You like yeah. fast travel. I call that like fast traveling because every much. time I zone out and I think of some <laughs> shit, I zone back and I'm like, yo, I'm five minutes away from home. Shit, okay. <laughs> you're in like a loading screen that has <laughs> Pretty, the, the lore of your brain. Yeah, like at the bottom, <laughs> just little trivia facts. <laughs> Like, did you know that you can go 35 on this road? I was like, oh, oh holy shit, yo. Did you know that you might have left the oven on before you left home? <laughs> like, all your anxieties and shit? Pretty much, yeah. It's just like, I I don't know. Apparently, like, if you take ADHD medication, that, that like, line of thought is not necessarily gone, but it's, like, under control. Yeah. And I'm super curious on how it would affect me. Dude, I've done Vivance once, which is, like, a very similar drug to yeah. Adderall. And the and it was, like, I I got literally just so much done. Like, I wasn't, like, I wasn't, like, crazy, like, like you know, clinching my chest. Or, yeah, or, no, or I, I imagine chest, just, like, my, you're able to focus jaw, yeah. and, like, set a task. But actually. also, to be fair, I think I am... I do have ADHD. I've never been tested, but yeah, I, I've that never I've been tested. Thought. But I, I am curious to see what yeah. the effects of like ADHD medication would be on me because yeah. I get distracted a lot. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I have ADHD. That's just undiagnosed. I find it yeah. so hard to keep focused, especially yeah. now in my adulthood. Yeah, I feel like, like it wasn't that bad as a kid, but now it's like I'll be trying to work on music or like work on an assignment, and I just find myself so easily distracted or mm-hmm. wanting myself to be distracted. Yeah, I, I, I feel iffy like self-diagnosing though, yeah, with yeah. something like ADHD because it's just like these these like symptoms are such like a common thing mm-hmm. that it's hard to just be like, well, you know, maybe I have ADHD because it's like maybe I just don't and yeah. I can just focus myself. Yeah, I'm letting myself get distracted. Because also sometimes it's like you get into a rut where like. Um, you know, maybe you're just, like the passion is gone a little bit mm-hmm. for like whatever hobby it is. So like when you get distracted from it, it feels like you're being distracted and you haven't remembered like a time in which you weren't distracted because you've been yeah. in that rut for a while. So mm-hmm. it's like you might even just trick yourself into thinking that you've had this for a long, long time, but you really haven't. That That's why I'm also like, I'm very skeptical about like self-diagnosing myself and even like getting a diagnosis now because it's like, I know all the yeah. right answers yeah, I'm going to the to, test. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, say things 
that would apply for ADHD. I, yeah, I could, I could, I could gaslight yourself into yeah. it. And it's like, um, it's like my hypochondriac brain mm-hmm. where like, you know, you read some symptoms about something and you're like, oh shit, do I have that? Like I read some shit about Asperger's. I'm like, fuck, I, I might be a little autistic. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. For <laughs> like, sure. I fit at least ADHD. two of these. <laughs> yeah. You look up WebMD and they're like, yeah, you have cancer. Stage <laughs> yeah. four, you're dying. You have cancer and autism. That's and so you're... right. I've been hurting a lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my whole body's been hurting. <laughs> I haven't slept in four days. You got hit by a car. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, I have a mild headache. They're like, you're going to die. You got hit by a car. There's a meteorite coming for you right now. I feel like with the, I feel the same thing with depression too. I think that's just a general, everyone's like a little bit sad. Everyone's a little bit mopey. Everyone's a little bit in a rut. And I feel like it just extends the same thing that you're talking about with ADHD, where it's kind of like a gaslight for yourself. Yeah. And I I'm not going to undermine everyone who does feel like this cuz honestly, we probably do. I feel like there's mild forms of all these things that, you know, affect yeah, us. Yeah, depression way. is definitely a spectrum, but I also feel like it's it's like sometimes you can't always be happy. So like you have to just be okay with being content sometimes. It's like yeah. if you're riding out through life and you're having a a good like a decent time and nothing's like too good or nothing's too bad, there's going to be ups and downs, but as long as you're like on that that line just like everything's good right now like moderately yeah. so i'm okay with this people are so obsessed with like having like this constant picture success. perfect like constant success but also like a picture perfect life mm-hmm. and like you know just some thought of whatever the fuck they think is a good life and then as they pursue that they just realize or maybe they don't even realize it but they just they become more and more miserable because they're chasing some fucking pipe dream i feel like that's how i've kind of gone in my adulthood because it's like i haven't had much success in my early uh, adulthood, like with college and everything. So now I'm like looking for way more success just to justify that. Mm-hmm. And I think it's kind of built me into my own rut here now because I am like, if I don't get enough done in a day, I'll like beat myself up for it mentally. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I'll be like, oh, I could have done this. I wanted to get more of this done. Yeah, and I'm even if I attempt it, it's like, I, I kind of you pat myself on the back. Yeah, yeah, like I could have done more. Even if I do enough stuff, like yeah. I did a lot today. But it's probably going to be like, oh, I could have done this on top of this, or mm-hmm. I could have done this a little bit more efficiently. Not to like interfere in your life, but I would recommend setting like weekly goals because like I have yeah. a week to week schedule, and I think that's like the perfect like because I have I don't have any long term capabilities of like planning ahead because there's too much shit. I I meticulously think out my life, mm-hmm. and so it's just annoying to try and think of super long term goals. I have one really large overarching long term goal, World but domination. everything else is just yeah. <laughs> but like everything else is just one one week at a time. I'll yeah. take that next step towards it. Yeah, that's a good idea. I I'm I've been setting like daily goals for my myself basically at the start of my day I when i start too much doing pressure something. from daily goals yeah I can't i'm, do I'm that starting shit. to feel that so it's just kind of like whatever i'll i'll figure out something that i can do for the week and yeah. see how much i can get done in the week yeah i know that for like if we're talking about like the adhd spectrum i know that people who like exist on that like creating a regimented schedule that is actually you know built up uh, that actually plans out your day, you know, but hour by hour or whatever the mm-hmm. fuck. That I, actually helps a lot. It in does terms help of a like, lot of people. But you got to find a schedule and, that works for yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. You can't just force yourself into, you know, like today I'm going to meditate for an hour and a half. It's like, <laughs> fuck no, you're not. Like, <laughs> well, I'm about to jerk off like, for an hour <laughs> and a half. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, you just spent the last <laughs> fucking month, like three months just fucking sleeping, jerking off and eating ramen. Like, who do you think you are where you're just going to make this <laughs> radical change? Yeah. I do that day. literally every yeah. single semester. <laughs> I'm like, this could be the greatest semester of my life. I'm gonna get so much shit done. (laughs) Then one weekend, you're like, I'm gonna blow my fucking brains. 
<laughs> yeah, like when we started the gym schedule again, it was like maybe two weeks before we were like, I'm not going to yeah. go today. And then it's, it just I think devolved. it's easier when we're all on campus. That was yeah. the easiest schedule it, to keep up. Because it it's was. just like, that was, I'm already there. Because we were, even then we didn't go all the time because someone was like, yeah. my class got out early. I'm going a whole <laughs> No, I feel like yeah. we were a lot better at we uh, were better at school. Yeah. I just didn't come a lot because I was depressed that one year. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, <y'all>. I was. <laughs> I was in class yeah. with you. <laughs> That's like yeah. the only thing I really did in terms of like my own benefit. That was like I went to I I looked good, like I felt good, and yeah. like there was noticeable improvements on my body. And then that summer, it was like deflating back yeah. into. Uh, degeneracy essentially yeah. gamer time also that's fucked up friends in your class and you're depressed <laughs> you don't say shit dude that's well, fucked I just, like I don't know uh, anytime I've been like depressed I always just like don't talk about it cause it's like I, whenever like, I, I feel I, and I know this is like the depression speaking mm-hmm. but it's like I just feel like it's a burden to other people to oh, hear no, that shit you know what I mean here's the thing we can totally hang out we can do things we don't have to talk about depression yeah, no, as long as we can just we like did. be together yeah, and no. you know just and, ease the load, you know? And that and you guys did. And that's why like I still hung out with you. You know what I mean? I didn't shut you guys out of my life completely. Oh, yeah. It's just like some things fell by the wayside because it's just like, well, fuck. I don't just I just feel like shit. I don't want to do it. You know what I mean? That's fair. That's and fair. so but you know, it's just like um some, it, with depression especially, it's like sometimes there's like there's not even necessarily a lot going on in my life or anything. It's just, I feel like shit. You know what I mean? Like I don't yeah. want to go anywhere. I don't want to get out of bed. I don't want to talk to anyone. I don't want to do anything. I, feel I just want to fucking like be in my bed and like, just, <laughs> just, be, just hate myself. <laughs> yeah. For, like, I wrap myself in a blanket yeah. face down and just see what happens. Yeah. And you know it, but it's just like, I have like these waves where sometimes I'm in that. And then like most of the time I'm not. It's probably, probably, it's I started taking rut. vitamin D. Yeah, it's definitely rut. But I've also started taking vitamin D. And especially through this like cloudy ass fucking season, mm-hmm. I haven't really experienced much like seasonal depression. Oh, I've yeah. been like really is good. Se- seasonal depression is a thing for vitamin D? I get well, seasonal. Well, yeah, because it's, seasonal depression, is it always starts like around like uh, fall and like uh, during the winter and oh, shit. shit. And so like obviously, or a big part of that is because you're not getting sun. Oh, yeah. shit. That's, that's a time where I'm the happiest. Really? It's, yeah, like... I love the the winter months because the sun is gone and like I just get to enjoy a nice cold yeah. outside temperature and it's good. I want to go like snowboarding during that season and shit. Like it's just nice. I, I like the winter too. It's just like it, something about it, you know, you, you just like, it makes me recede. Like I'm a hermit. Like mm. that's like my fucking default path. I just enjoy the winter sights, I feel. Yeah. I, just look, like you looking get at things like coated in snow. Yeah, you get yeah. a unique view of like everything that you can only see like one out of the fucking four seasons that exist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like you got to take in each season for its benefits. I just fucking hate summer because uh, it's uncomfortable it's to be so outside. Yeah. Uh, I, I enjoy both. I really hated summer when I was a kid, but growing up, I have started to appreciate it more. And then winter yeah. is just kind of the same for me. It's like I like going outside in the winter. I feel like it's it's a little bit refreshing that mm. crisp cold air i just have more winter clothes too yeah i just nice as well i used to love the winter like a lot and then i started to dislike it when i started to drive like that's, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's the only reason why i dislike it i've but had pretty that, shit driving cool. i've yeah. had ptsd for like driving in like adverse conditions uh, ever since like I first started door really? dashing because uh-huh. like one day it was fucking super uh, like snowy and it just hit too so it's like the road was wet before and now it started snowing and everything was bad and last delivery right on my way home I sli- I like slip out of control and I hit a fucking like telephone pole shit sucked yeah and 
since then I just have not enjoyed driving in snow and like I, I had in a couple panic attacks uh, really yeah not recently but yeah. like afterwards uh, when like just the roads would get into like adverse conditions so yeah. it's, it's just yeah. awful it sucks you're in like a two ton fucking car and you're like kill people anywhere you know, it's, a, <laughs> it's a it's an option you know yeah. <laughs> like the it is talking like, i can hit these people right now you see pedestrians are like i can literally just slide into them yeah it's just like that's always an option that you know i could pay uh a, a sum for someone's life in court yeah and i could just remove them instantly <laughs> from the from all of existence dude yeah of course that's why like anytime it's like there's winter conditions. I stay the fuck away from the roads, like walking next to them. Cause any, yeah. at any moment, some fucking moron will just mm -hmm. come like barreling down, like drifting. Yeah. And all the pickup trucks yeah. around here going oh, like 45 oh, yeah. downhills. Yeah. Fuck pickup trucks. They are the most obnoxious drivers, especially in the Anytime winter. Anytime the, there's like rain or snow on the ground, <laughs> yeah. there's a billion fucking ambulances oh, going yeah. down the street it's ridiculous yeah, as yeah. soon as any rain or snow hits people forget how to drive it's ridiculous yeah they'll still be going like 35 and it's like bro you can't do that shit yeah not when there's like fucking two and a half inches on the ground not when there's at least six more hills bro <laughs> you, know, you know how many times they get tailgated by some huge truck behind me so I'm, going, I'm already like going my max speed yeah. which yeah, is like, like 20, 40 five. yeah 40 and a 35 well, i'm talking yeah, about yeah. with like adverse weather conditions okay, too, yeah, like yeah. raining or snowing like my car can't handle that shit i'm no. in an suv i can topple super easy but then here comes fucking <laughs> big ford f-250 behind me with its fucking knee neon lights going straight into my my rear view mirror yeah. pumping three metric tons of carbon dioxide <laughs> yeah. in the fucking sky literally inches from my bumper it's like yeah. get the fuck away from me if you own a truck and you don't have like a landscaping business or anything of the sort <laughs> are you plow you. yeah you. plow yeah there's so many pickup trucks in this area and nobody uses it for good <laughs> it's like they all just use it for like dick measuring contests yeah. they're like oh look at my truck that i don't yeah. fucking use they'll lift it three feet and get like <sighs> fucking huge ass wheels i hate when i'm driving down the road and all all of a sudden from behind me just dodge commercial behind just like being tough. assaulted by truck <laughs> i'm like encased in truck <laughs> truck games going down side streets <laughs> you're just driving it's pitch black outside <laughs> two trucks left and one right pulls pull in in yeah. front of me slug box you in you where do they come from <laughs> they both have truck nuts <laughs> they, yeah, they all God. have truck nuts there's an American nuts flag are resting on your hood no they have like the blue lives matter flag <laughs> yeah. in the back yeah. the, the, the NRA sign oh Dude, my Biden's I, not my president <laughs> It's honestly like half the trucks I see in this area. It's so, and it's all people who like haven't left yeah. this city. It's like it's generational. It's uh, so weird. Hereditary because, racism. Dude, like, we yeah. Live in <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, honestly. I mean, they're going to get their politics from their parents oh, yeah, and like not ever leaving the town or not like going to college or not doing anything else. Yeah, you don't experience Or at other least like people. going on 4chan yeah. or Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> that might be worse. That might be worse. Yeah. The, um, it's so weird living in the fucking suburbs because there's like, there's people who are like, they act like super country, you know, like they're fucking, um, uh, like they were raised like baling hay and fucking like <laughs> mudding, you know, and, and when they just live in 
on a fucking cul-de-sac in like a two-story five-bedroom house with their fucking six-figure parents y'all gotta go to the city and shuck an oyster (laughs) that's what i'm telling you you know what i mean and then you have people who just like act like fucking gangsters like hype beasts and shit it really is a really interesting area it's so bizarre it's like just act like a normal (laughs) like a normal like a normal person (laughs) stop being like a character it is kind of a, an interesting uh, combination. Stop starring in your own anime. <laughs> yeah, they're acting like anime characters. <laughs> yeah, there's there is a lot of people who like are wannabe gangsters because we live in a su- like a the largest suburb of a very large city nearby. Yeah. So it's like we get a lot of people who act like they're from uh uh like they're the from big the city. city. Yeah, when they're yeah. not. <laughs> yeah, and they live in like a suburb. And then there's also people because we're like the if you go any any way east or south of here, like maybe four miles, five miles, you're going to get boonies pretty fast. Like we're not too far from the boonies, but where you live is like a vast suburb. We're not in the boonies here. No. So it's like people who, uh, it's funny that there's a mix of these people and they, they like, Kind of get along. You get, you get (laughs) gene mixing of both in them. There's harmony in the suburbs (laughs) a little bit. Yeah, we hit the triple point (laughs) of like the extremes. Yeah, trust fund babies, uh, gangsters, and And, then... And farmers. Yeah. (laughs) Yankees. 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 Honest to God, though, I hate the suburbs. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck the suburbs. Yeah. There's like... Where would you rather live than like a suburb? A community? Like it doesn't... Cause like when I say suburb, what I I'm envisioning like an American suburb mm. where there's like there's houses over here and then fucking five miles down the road there's like restaurants and stores and shit. Like in That's Europe, like super convenient. I so no, nice. I I think it's inconvenient because like in you Europe do. and shit, what they have is they have houses and stores like mixed in oh, the same okay, okay. zoning, yeah, so you fair. can live in like a fucking you know. Uh, it, generally they're apartments you can go which i prefer yeah you can literally like just you can store. leave your apartment walk like two blocks down maybe and find a, a store with everything you need it's it, like that would be way better in my opinion i feel like there it's easier to have like a butcher shop and yeah. shit like that rather than like this massive convenience yeah you store. need walmart yeah. and shit yeah that's what like the, the we've built a dependence on yeah. like these massive chain super stores yeah just with our setup yeah, yeah, there's like a, a shopping district in a lot of larger cities and mm-hmm. suburbs and stuff. So mm-hmm. like for us specifically, it's uh, 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 basically an entire circle encompassing a very gentrified shopping area mm-hmm. that has basically any superstore that you need. And it's just so aggravating and annoying because you can't reach that without driving. And it's just, it's just boring too. It's like nothing happens in the community. Everyone's yeah. driving. You just drive to the next location, drive home, drive to wherever the fuck, drive You're home. It's like, like 80% yeah, it's of like, your day. Yeah, whereas like other people like in like European cities, you know, you walk about the town, you go to the fucking butcher shop, go to the park, do whatever the fuck, go just home. Just do my chores. You know I mean? like, like you see people around the community, you talk to them, you feel like you're you actually like part of something. Na- Who yeah. here knows their fucking I, I neighbors? I, I do know one neighbor and that's it. And that's rare because at my other house, I didn't know them. And yeah, the, and I, the only know, that, I only I only know, know one neighbor like not even really well. I, he's yeah. just out smoking whenever I leave for <laughs> class and it was like, yep. <laughs> yeah, there he goes again. There he goes we, like, again. We give each other friendly not honestly i think we're on the best terms yeah yeah he does not give a fuck about me i don't give a fuck about him we're just like yeah how's it going yeah and that kind of neighborly culture is not promoted at all in america it's kind of like you gotta privatize your own land you're not supposed to like communicate well i mean you can communicate but it's like you don't have to in any you don't live in a community you live in a place around other people where you live yeah Yeah. it's a it's a, a community of one and then there's another community of one next to you 
I think it's like it comes from that culture of like the the whole um What's the red called? scare. The, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but like the the whole like rugged individual thing and the whole like idea of uh, of competing no competing with your neighbor <laughs> oh you yeah, know? yeah like, that was a that, huge yeah. thing back in in like the 1900s yeah, who, who has the greenest lawn and the nicest car the yeah. biggest grill you don't shit in your lawn i shit in my lawn my lawn's great <laughs> my lawn is perfect for shitting look at this grass, grass length <laughs> an inch and a half this is cashmere <laughs> diagonal lines <laughs> look at how lush it is <laughs> You're coming on your fucking lawn because yeah, you got, just love it. Look so at this much. crazy weed whacker I got. <laughs> yeah, I got see, it for fourteen hundred dollars. <laughs> see these bushes? I hire someone else to take care of them. <laughs> yeah, that's the ultimate flex, yeah. actually. <laughs> Having true. other people do your work. Kind of true. It, it's bizarre though. I I hate like suburb culture and shit. It, it's that's just, fair. I I yeah. think the way I envision like ideal suburb culture is more like uh, European uh, yeah. communities. Because it's, it's just, just everything's so much more intertwined. It, you know? That doesn't mean I'll talk to anyone still, but it's <laughs> yeah. nice to like just be able to walk be around and people, do things yeah. in a day. I always like those apartment complexes that are like maybe four stories tall. There's like maybe sixteen apartments total. Mm-hmm. Like those buildings oh, yeah, are always really like nice. Literally just a like a stairwell. Yeah, it's like that one leads stairwell. It's like full of young people. It's mm-hmm. like a movie apartment complex. <laughs> it's Vine Street, bro, yeah. with the with like all the miners. <laughs> <laughs> It's the Vine apartment complex. <laughs> we just rent out Full every apartment. <laughs> like shitter, like 300 follower TikTokers. <laughs> they all rent out these fucking hey, shit ass I'm, I'm vlogging my neighbor's room today. <laughs> <laughs> they, don't even, they don't even know anything about TikTok. They're just like, what's up, neighbor? They're like, Who are you? They're like, I just moved in. Get out of my apartment. <laughs> I will shoot you. <laughs> Yo, hold this gun for the TikTok. <laughs> renegade. <laughs> renegade. <laughs> You're doing the renegade with a loaded gun at you. If you do it wrong, you get shot. You're, you're on like the 30th take you're it's like, okay we'll cut we'll cut right as you shoot so. <laughs> yeah it cuts right as <laughs> just point it like at the behind my head <laughs> shoot the apple on my head just make sure to aim correctly those Jesus. apartment complexes are something that I've always envisioned myself living in because they're, they're yeah. just fun. Yeah. I think living with, I don't want to like live with um, or like start out. I don't want to buy a house or live in a place that I'm going to live for like a while. Yeah. Like I don't want to live in the same place for like 10 years, 15 yeah. years. I, cause yeah, the thing is like, I wouldn't want to like share uh, like a house with, you know, uh, other people it's more like i would rather have like neighbors be people i know and yeah. people i enjoy like cool. i'd rather have a community than like okay you know we're stuck in this house and then I, it's like guns out every night waiting for our neighbors to <laughs> trespass our lawn you know <laughs> you're living in and capistan just pretty yeah like. <laughs> it's like why the fuck do i have to i'd rather just walk across the street and like into my neighbor's house like yo what's up bitches <laughs> wasn't that the same thing as like living in a house together like, pretty much yeah i just want room. a larger area to do that. yeah that that's what sense. i'm talking well about. if we get a house that is like if four of us buy a house or like mm-hmm. rent a house we're not gonna be buying a house fuck that <laughs> fuck no <laughs> yeah not only do we not have the resources but we don't have any means to do so true i don't think i would want to own a house either because like a lot of I people think i want to own a house later in my I mean, life maybe but i want to own like a homestead yeah i think that'd be cool like that'd be neat when i'm like 80 years old i I just want to tend to my garden and leave society i can 
I want to own a workshop in like some bum fat fuck nowhere. Just like make shit. Yeah. Make like an Etsy account. I want like a. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's like the passive dream. retirement money. It just like, yeah, workshop. Yeah. You want wood? I got you. <laughs> I got the biggest wood. <laughs> <laughs> I'd want to own a house just for passive income purposes later on. I would. I'm saying this now. I, I would be a landlord if given the opportunity, but I would try to be as. <laughs> you know, not shitty as possible. Yeah. I just, I, it's just like, I, if I have other passive income opportunities, I don't have to be a landlord, but just owning a house in general, I there's, think a, there's a nothing goal. wrong with being a landlord. Like a lot of people, they'll make like moral statements about it because it's yeah. like, you know, the capitalist system exploits everyone and shit. And it's like, to an extent that's true, but like, you know, we live in a system, we live in a society, <laughs> you know, if there is going to be someone that's going to rent out that shit, it might as well be someone who's like not going to overcharge and be like yeah. fucking crazy. Yeah, that's like my overarching goal in life to determine whether or not like I, I've like succeeded is that if I can own a business in every single need of my life. <laughs> that's you're like horizontally you're integrating every fucking need you have pretty much yeah. <laughs> i need food i'm gonna make a farm i need like i i think that'd be interesting because it's you, like i can i can get all this shit i need for free and make money off of it you get like a whole tobacco synthesizing industry <laughs> to create your own jewel pods that'd be neat yeah, yeah. it'd be really cool don't it, like if, if i had unlimited resource to do whatever the fuck i wanted my overall goal i would want to have everything i want automated you're in catch, some form or fashion. You're going to catch Alex on Etsy selling like handmade jewel pods. <laughs> Artisanal jewel pods. <laughs> Kosher jewel pods. But yeah, no, because I think it's really interesting to learn a bunch of skills. Like I, at some point in my life, I want to learn tailoring. I want to learn how to like do woodworking. I want to know like obviously mechanical engineering. You're just going to be a Project Zomboid character. Pretty much, <laughs> <Yeah>. yes. <laughs> that, that is like... Make sure you watch Life and Living though. I will. <laughs> every, every fucking like Monday at 12, dude. Yeah, hell yeah. There's another point I wanted to make about landlords, about like the opposition. Um, like I do get the idea that a landlord, it, in in the same retrospect as you know resellers, they're mm -hmm. kind of doing the same shit. Where it's like you're you're getting access to this thing at an upcharge price because there's just a middleman in yeah. it that's trying to make money off of accessibility. Yeah. So I, I understand the gripe with that, but at the same at the same time, the housing market is like a little bit different because of how expensive a lot of this shit mm -hmm. is. If anything, they'd be giving it to you for a more affordable price because of renting. Well, honestly, it kind of operates in a similar way that now that you say that, because it's like the reason why, you know, PS5s were getting resold for like a thousand dollars is because like the PS5 manufacturing was very limited, right? Like there was the chip shortage and all that mm -hmm. shit. So like they couldn't actually produce we're that. We're still many. like suffering. Yeah. That too. Yeah. I know. It's so annoying. And, but like, and so the, a big reason why like the housing crisis exists, um, like why a lot of people, why there's like fucking rent for like three grand for some Smart dog homes. shit apartment. No, it's because of like, uh, What's it called? It's because we're just not building enough housing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We don't build enough. Like our population dense, is expanding, yeah. and you know, there's just not enough houses to keep. Yeah, up exactly. Like we're 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 there's a ton of like suburban sprawl, and you can only fit so many people like horizontally before you actually need to start building vertically. Mm -hmm. And so many uh, cities like where this uh, big like rent hikes are happening, like San Francisco and Seattle and L.A. and all that shit. Like the uh, the people who own like the single family homes are like voting to keep it so like they don't urbanize other shit. So it's like their home values stay high and 
because of that, it rents up or it hikes up rents and everything mm-hmm. as well. So and it's also like, a lot of the fucked. homes being built are like nice homes, like homes yeah. that, you know, middle class and affluent. Yeah. People and they're, they're single family homes. That's yeah. the problem. And they're huge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, they take up a fuck ton of space. They use up a ton of resources and they're not like efficient at all. Well, we have more homes to fit people than we do like people living in the immediate area. And the problem is like we don't have enough affordable housing. We don't have like the urbanization that we actually mm-hmm. need to be able to have affordable housing because the houses that are affordable, quote unquote, are still like seven hundred, eight hundred dollars to rent. And that's like only in the in this state, which is like one of the cheapest. To no. play devil's advocate here, like you guys can't deny the um just the nicety of uh like Owning like a plot of land, like a home. Oh, right? I can deny it. No, <laughs> no but like, I agree. No, I like there that. are there yeah. are hundred yeah. percent going to be people who are attached to that one no, for sure. one home like lifestyle. It's like I can't. Re- you grew up here, or like you have like fucking memories of like this home and shit. Yeah. It's easy to get really sentimental. But yeah, no, I don't, I don't disagree. That's it's just it's a big it's a political object that needs to be moved. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like obviously, there's like a big culture, especially in America, of like you know owning your own American dream. Like, yeah, like yeah, owning really your is. own property, cutting out a piece of you know your own space in mm-hmm. the land or whatever. Like that is like kind of like a uh, uh, what's it called? Like an ideology, like a, qu- a quintessential point of mm-hmm. american ideology basically mm-hmm. it's a lot of people are super keen on that it's like you know owning a home is one of the most popular ways I'm not saying it's the best or the most effective but it's one of the most popular ways that people uh get like generational wealth the american dream nowadays got to be like owning a warehouse Owning a warehouse, yeah. For, so that way you what? you have all your collection things in there. Oh yeah, for, for all it's your like, Pokemon yeah, I'm, cards. Yeah, I'm like I'm <laughs> off in like some apartment in like Zimbabwe or something. But like I got a warehouse in America. I'm living the yeah. American dream. It's got all my PSA 10 holographic Charizard. <laughs> yeah, in <there>. you know. <laughs> Another good thing about uh, U-Hauls uh, are the next American dream. You just rent a U-Haul forever. <laughs> Everyone. Don't give them any ideas. They would totally make like no, s- yeah, like yeah, small no, truck rent a homes. We're we're all suck. we're all actually just living on a highway, commuting nonstop. And <laughs> yeah, we live the in highways the truck. just fucking yeah. The the highway communities. Yeah. Let's just start oh, one. Oh no, that would be fun. that's and like post apocalyptic. Yeah, that, that's post climate change. <laughs> yeah, I, I think a lot of people skip over the fact that owning a home and like upkeeping it is a huge task. So. Yeah renting an apartment or like renting a house you have a lot of um a lot of things done for you mm-hmm. most of the time like if you're if your landlord even allows it or like the, the apartment complex even allows stuff like that but like, like if you dogs. live in a the fucking <laughs> pet fees I, that's a whole different story but um i've never lived in an like, apartment or at least consciously i was like a wee lad consciously i've lived in I, an apartment for basically half my life now and it's it's very nice not having to cut grass or like yeah. tend to a garden i mean i do want to tend to a garden i have a bunch of plants on the window mm-hmm. still here um more yeah. or less in different states <laughs> <laughs> yeah i used to have this like, mint plant but it just died because i gave it too much sun mm. yeah it's a lot of plants are very fickle um but yeah, you you kind of take for granted at least me now living in an apartment for a majority of my life has been uh like I I'm I'm happy I don't have to cut grass. I'm happy I don't have to um you know take trash out all yeah. the way outside to the end of my lawn and which is And worry about a huge the plumbing deal. and everything. Yeah. Like maintenance people, if you need maintenance on anything. Yeah. Granted here the maintenance is dog shit because yeah. there's like two dudes but that leads into like paying people a livable wage. Mm-hmm. So they're hiring maintenance workers for $10 here. It's like mm-hmm. no one wants to do that shit. Yeah. Even if it's like, you know, not crazy hard work. It's still a, a work that people deserve to 
make yeah. a livable it's wage It's a respectable off of. profession. It is. I can't do that shit. Yeah. That's yeah. why I'm calling people to help me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, t- there's like a, you know, landlords assume a lot of the upfront risk associated with owning the home because mm. obviously, you know, a fucking earthquake could happen and the whole thing gets destroyed and like, you know, obviously people who are renting there lose their homes you know, but they could just go rent somewhere else, you yeah. know, but the Assuming person that yeah. not everything has been destroyed. Yeah. yeah. Not everything in the town, but like, you know, the person who owns that building just fucking lost that entire building. Oh, yeah. uh, and mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't know about earthquakes, but like, I know insurance is just hard like as fucking fuck home to deal fires with. Yeah. or something like that. Cause yeah. you're, you're trusting that they're responsible enough to not fuck up yeah. massively. Yeah. It might be nice to have that middle man. Because it it offloads a lot of the work of upkeeping a place to live yeah. onto mm-hmm. the landlord. So I think a good landlord would be someone who acts as that person who makes it easier for you to live there mm-hmm. while also making it at least somewhat affordable because, you know, I mean, they're going to have to make profit somewhat, but they're going to be basically yeah. doubling the price a lot of the times, which is unfortunate. And it, it does kind of suck because landlord culture has gotten very lackadaisical because a lot of them don't even yeah a lot of them don't even offload that work onto themselves it's like they're expecting you to upkeep the apartment and they're simply or they just ignore it they they don't they don't even assume that you're gonna do it they just ignore it there needs to be like more regulations around enforcing like uh yeah like landlords regular inspections yeah like yeah just making sure that everything's up to date or and up to fucking spec yeah, like if you're a landlord, you still have a job to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not just passive income. It's like you're upkeeping this person's place of living, like their mm-hmm. space. Well, I guess not totally upkeeping it, but, you know, mentioning the yeah. uh, maintenance work and everything else that gets involved in upkeeping a house or an apartment. Bit of a topic switch up, but oh. uh, do you guys know who Sam Hyde is? Uh, heard oh, the name, fuck. super familiar, no clue. No? Yeah, I... I feel the same way. I think I remember like YouTube drama with him a long time ago. Yeah. He he's okay. um so he is a comedian who does like a lot of like, like Bob Saget? Yeah, like Bruh. Bob Saget. No. More um oh, what would I he's even dead? compare him to? Yeah, Bob Saget died literally twenty minutes ago. Yeah, maybe oh, thirty minutes ago. <laughs> I don't know if you knew. It was a little yeah, soon. Did you know? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, I mean like did you know? Yeah, did you know? Did you know before I just said it? He didn't die. He, he, he absolutely did. No, he didn't. He's he dead. absolutely died. Wait, we're not gaslighting you. Like straight up. I'm right. looking this up. Yeah, we're going to give like Anthony a, a second. Well, honestly, I got sent a message in almost every Discord that I'm in. I'm like, I don't think people care about Bob Saget that much. <laughs> yeah, he's influential, but it's not like... I could see Betty White Oh yeah, dying yeah. and people being Yo, kind of upset How old is Bob Saget? Like, he was, was like 65. Was oh my he? God, he's dead. That's crazy. <laughs> okay, anyway. Sam Hyde. <laughs> he, he's... um. So yeah, he's like this big, like uh, very edgy, um, uh, already controversy. Like, I'm just yeah, hearing it. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, he's a very controversial person. Like he in his like comedy skits or skits or whatever, you he's know, racist. They they'll do like oh. racist shit or anti-Semitic shit. Just and it. like, <laughs> I'm good at what <laughs> I do. You sniped it. You're controversial <laughs> yeah. on YouTuber, and you're like racist. Yeah, sniped <laughs> and, it. And um. And so it's either pedophile or racist with YouTubers. Like honestly, like money laundering, crypto coin. Yeah, some loot box <laughs> shit. <laughs> but he, so he, um, a long time ago, he had like a, a show called Million Dollar Extreme, which was supposed to be on Adult Swim, but he got like, uh, but it got canceled because of uh, some of the jokes that he was making. Okay, and so. There was like a big debate for a long time. Like, is well, how do you feel about it first and foremost? Do you feel like he sh- his show should be canceled because of skits he did, or I 
I don't know because that's what I'm I'm gonna talk more about it and I'll because okay. I, I want to get your opinion on this too. Fair enough, fair enough. So like basically, you know, his the way that he sees it or the way that he explains it generally is that it's just like hyper ironic. You know what I mean? And it's you can't do it's it with like, racism. Yeah. Well, I mean, like you, you can. I think you can make some ironic jokes about, like, you know, racism or sexism or whatever the fuck. There you are just, some very good comedians made, who yeah. can stand yep. the like line. George, George Carlin, Dave Chappelle, like all Louis C.K. Even, like, even though he's done some, you know, kind of very questionable shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> Comedy aside, that's what we're talking about. You know, like even Dan Harmon was like under yeah. like threat of having uh, Rick and Morty season four canceled because really? of things that he did previously that were. Yeah. like funny albeit somewhat racist yeah it, it it's just like that you know it it all depends on the context of the joke and whether or not it's funny no uh <laughs> but what i'm saying is uh so oh yeah anyway so he had you know he does like a bunch of skits and honestly some of them are the most hilarious skits i've ever seen uh, even the ones that like uh uh, are not racist <laughs> or sexist but they have like just such like good timing and everything like he's like an actual comedian you know like he writes comedic shit and he knows how to be like a funny person mm -hmm. um so like he he definitely understands irony you know but like anyway idubs was planning on making a documentary about sam hyde and million dollar extreme mm -hmm. and so like like dax flame did you guys watch that documentary that idubs did about uh, dax flame no i don't how think was it was that the that one was maybe like the guy who wrote ago? his own book i think and he did like, write his own talking book about the he's, also, he's like a, yeah yeah that okay, guy yeah, yeah. yeah i haven't seen it really it, it's a it's a well-made documentary it is really and, it's, well -made. and it's like about like his whole you know career and like life afterwards and all that shit and he wanted to do a similar thing with sam hyde and um and so like what but what happened is you know they went through the week of recording all the footage and idubs just hasn't posted it in a while so what sam hyde did was he released a, a documentary of the making of the documentary <laughs> of, of idubs documentary <laughs> so, that's hilarious yeah, they, so like they so they were just like they recorded it and they were like just talking about like all the shit like you can see it in the beginning <laughs> it was actually so funny they were talking about um they were they were planning ahead of time they created a google doc called the idubs gaslighting planner idubs <laughs> gaslight uh something and um or the or maybe it was just called the gaslighting document something like that and like it was literally just filled with like just fucking just ironic bullshit that they're gonna do the entire time like like uh one of them was like we're gonna push altcoins and shit coins like <laughs> just to be annoying. We're gonna like uh, we're gonna constantly mention like boxing and fighting or like like he, he, it's just like the most bizarre like actually hilarious shit that yeah. like you you would ever think of. And I and their documentary was like an hour and forty something minutes, and I watched the whole thing, and it was actually really entertaining. But like you could see it like you know they use like uh, they skirt the line of that like that alt like they use a lot of like alt-right terminology like mm -hmm. red pill or based or something mm -hmm. something that i do as ironically you mm -hmm. know as a joke yeah, of course but like the <laughs> i've seen your posts <laughs> but like the you know you you can actually see it like the way that they talk about it i don't know how uh what's it called like i i don't know if it's ironic or I, not i so. feel like it for, is for for because for a long time um i definitely thought it was ironic uh because you know um 
uh, Brandon from our Cisco class, yes, he introduced me to Sam mm-hmm. Hyde and Million Dollar Extreme. And he's like a communist. He's like a full on like left leaning. Like he's one of those guys that supports North Korea. He's that far left. At least the last time I talked to him, he might have changed. But um, like he was like, even at the time of him introducing me to him, he was like, I think he's left leaning and he's just super ironic. That's something I really hope. And I was like, okay, well, we'll Here, see. Here's kind of my stance on it. I, I think it's it's ultimately more on you to consume the media ironically than them putting it out ironically. Yeah, you that's, believe that's in the death the, of the artist. Yeah, like both your humors need to connect on some level in order for you yeah. to find it funny. But for you to connect it on like an ideological level, that is... That's like you're a going disconnect a step, between you're going a step beyond. Yeah. 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 Getting your politics from uh, hyper ironic jokes. But mm-hmm. the thing is, in general, the way I see it is like you have to have good jokes. Yeah. What I mean by good jokes is not only is is it funny, but you need to understand that it is ironic. Yeah. yeah. That's why I'm saying just, your, your humor yeah. with it needs to connect with yeah. the, the media that you're consuming. Like, and it's like there's a certain extent you can go before it becomes like dog whistling. Mm-hmm. We've talked about this yeah. many times before about, you know, PewDiePie doing it where it's like. Yeah a certain level where you're just like, was that even a joke or was he just yeah. like making a statement? Yeah. Cause like there's a certain, like you can to take a more disconnected kind of example, like Alex Jones, he could just totally be spouting shit that he like believes, but I'm, I'm yeah, consuming like the, it as super funny shit that yeah. just this weird this man, is saying. man is saying. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's the way I consume it. That's the way my humor yeah. connects to it. You're that, watching him as a spectacle yeah. though. You're watching the things he says because it's just so ridiculous, but there are, which is But there are also thing. people who consume him as media where they connect yeah. with his yeah. ideology. Yeah. It's like watching Joe Rogan and making fun of all of his political opinions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's like, I still don't, I, I don't want to because yeah. I don't want to support Joe Rogan. But yeah, that that that, yeah, there, that is that. Because like, there's like, you know, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. That's a show that I think really skirts the line on like what is what 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 can you do while being edgy, funny, you know, and pushing the line at the same mm-hmm. time. Um, and I think they do a really the good job. Scientists. Yeah, because like the the thing is is that you know the main characters of the show are pieces of shit. Yeah. They're like known to be pieces of shit. Mm-hmm. So it's like when they do a really fucked up thing, it's like you're not learning. It's not like I want to be like this character. It's like, holy shit. Look at this fucking <laughs> what moron. What the fuck did yeah, he like, just do? Like, why would they do that? Yeah. Exactly. And, and so that's kind of like a what a lot of um, Sam Hyde's humor is. Like when you watch like skits or something, it's like uh, he's pushing the line of like being like this really edgy guy and he's not necessarily saying a whole lot but some of his terminology kind of signals towards a certain way mm-hmm. well you know? the thing is too is that if he interacts with his audience while keeping up the persona yeah. he cements it as that is who he actually yeah. is and so that's a because that's thing. what that's the thing that you portray to people it's obviously what they're going to pick up because you show them yeah you, you're not going to see like oh he fucking saved a grandma and fucked 13 puppies in an orphanage <laughs> yeah like he <laughs> he, yeah, um, that wasn't a good thing but you know you know what i mean like it's yeah. not like he's a good person outside because yeah. he doesn't show it it's yeah, not the, known that's the thing is is that like sam hyde as an individual is really only known like in his character like mm-hmm. he he plays a character 
any time that he's on camera. And like, so to see his sincere self is very rare. And it kind of happened in the iDubs, you know, documentary mm -hmm. thing because they recorded an interview. Um, and like, you know, he talked about like what he felt about his audience and like if they get it or not. And like he talked about, you know, like sometimes people post like these fucking three paragraph comments. And like I read like three sentences before I realize he's just talking, you know, bullshit. Like he's reading so much into the jokes. And it's like, mm -hmm. you know, I... I want to think that this guy is just being super ironic and it's like getting and it might just being be being hijacked by like, you know, shitty people because mm -hmm. um, that's that tends to happen like quite a bit. But it's just like uh, he plays a character so much. It's like it's hard to tell what is sincere and what's uh, like what's real. That's the trouble you run into with the Internet, too, because yeah. like online, I'm like six different people. <laughs> yeah. Like I shit you not. I, I, I have like different accounts for like di like different things. And it's just mm -hmm. like, if I am not using it and I don't want it connected to me, I don't have to make it connected to me. Uh, but when you put your name on something like Sam Hyde putting his like, you know, if that's his real name, yeah, like Sam Hyde being Sam Hyde online, what you show is what people will now associate with you. If yeah. you're doing something on a level of irony and you're not dropping that mask ever, that mask is going to become who you yeah. are. You're like irony public. poison. Yeah. Yeah. Tim Pool tweeted recently about i'm pretty sure it was tim pool he he quote tweeted something about like the holocaust museum not requiring or not requiring um <laughs> something along these lines yeah. where it was like a mask mandate or a vaccine maybe. card or like probably. yeah you need yeah. a vaccine card that was it and it was like he he made a comment like oh this it's like hyper he, he yeah. basically said that it was ironic that this is happening and it's like first of all that's not the same uh, that's just a false <laughs> yeah. connection second it's like with how Tim Pool presents himself, you know, politically and also as a persona on the internet, no one's going to be able to understand that that's a joke. And he, you know, there's a huge long Twitter thread of everyone calling him out and everything. And he basically ended up saying, well, like, oh, it's, it's just a joke. And it's like, you can't make that as you can't make a statement that has no indication that it yeah. is a joke well, the, the and thing, then just go back well, on it. I mean, the, do you expect Tom Poole to post a joke? Tom Poole. <laughs> Tom Poole. <laughs> Whatever no, the that's, that's the thing, though. It's like you're you're used to... That's what you were going along yeah. with with yeah. like the identity thing is everyone knows Tim Poole as Or Tim a, Poole. Okay, yeah. Tom Poole. <laughs> <laughs> everyone knows Tim Poole as like a political ideology on... Uh, well, not he is... Ideologue. Yeah. Is that a good... Yeah, ideologue. An ideologue, yeah. yeah. Or, or like he, he postures himself as sort of like a, a truth finder journalist, mm. but he's really just like he... Like he'll call himself a centrist, but like he'll always be he criticizing. He calls himself a centrist. Yeah, no yeah. way. He's, and he, he's like created himself a space, but he didn't accommodate for where he wants to go. You know, it's like, like no, he, I, he can't really be funny yeah, if he's making impossible. jokes like that, because yeah. then that's just virtue signaling I, in a way that's not good. I also don't think it's part of his brand really to be funny. No. Like I, I maybe like I don't watch a lot of his content, so maybe he tries to tell some jokes, and I just don't find them funny. Yeah, but I mean, like anything that I've like, seen is just boring, and detailed lame. by their brand too. So it's like you have to stay within your niche but you also have to create other spaces for you to exert you know like keep that shit to your brand kind of thing it's even know? worse because he makes jokes about like the left and like a cancel culture and shit like that like those are his memes essentially I, but uh, yeah the thing is, is it's that hard when, when it's hard people, to balance it i don't know with tim pool i think it's different tim pool he's straight up like he's always like riding trump's dick and uh -oh. like just like throating like right-wing people all the time um and then when it comes to anything like left-leaning he's like you know the fucking the liberal democrats are pushing you know Demon crt Crats. yeah like, he'll say fucking crazy shit 
Um, yeah, and, and then so, at that point, it's yeah, just not a joke. Like, it's like, just him yeah, talking. When when you say jokes like that, like that's just you saying what you believe, but you're falling back to it as a joke. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like you, you test the waters with humor, quote unquote, but it's like when you, if you get called out for it, you know, you're just going to fall back to it. Oh, it's just a joke. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't, you can't do that when it's something you actually believe in something you're constantly pushing that's just like, context yeah. for a bad joke yeah it's not a joke yeah we're like uh, sam hyde he is an entertainer he's postured himself as a comedian you know not a yeah. truth teller not some you know not some journalist who's trying to find the truth or whatever just an entertainer who wants to make funny videos and for that i think he succeeds it's just you know where does the irony like, when does it get to a point where, like, the actual creator feels uncomfortable with, like, you know, people running away with a shit and thinking, you know, crazy shit? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think, like, uh, I, I just really want to see iDub's documentary. That's all. Mm-hmm. That's that's why I'm bringing this up is because for now we've, we've it seen. It sounds pretty hyped up. I'm going to have to go I, and see I, the making I of the documentary. It. And I think you guys should watch other Sam Hyde, like, skits and content because I'll it's actually it fucking funny. I'll, I'll, I'll send you one, one of my favorites. But, um... Uh, the like it's just I don't know I think it's because I also believe in the death of the artists in a lot Mm -hmm. of ways because it's like comedy is art and sometimes people are going to come up with crazy shit that you believe when you or like you know they're going to project their beliefs onto you when it's something you don't even that's not the message that you wanted to spread Especially I mean, with political jokes. I think yeah. that's, it's super easy to do stuff like that. Yeah. The entire existence of critics and art uh, is just it's it's kind of misplaced uh, it's just really tough to consume media if you like pay attention to a critic. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it's really hard to formulate your own opinions of what you think are things when you're always just going off as someone else's guess. Or it's like playing a, a video game with like a fucking walkthrough next to you. It's like, well, this is how you know you like are supposed to experience the game. It's yeah. like, oh well. Then you lose a lot of the nuance, the majesty of like getting fucking shit on or like lost for six hours. It <laughs> yeah. might be frustrating, but overcoming your own challenges and formulating your own opinions about the game are more important the same way that you need uh, to formulate your own humor. Yeah. Uh, hu- humor is like great. I, I love It's hyper joke. subjective. And it's oh, like, yeah. you know, the to say like, uh, I don't know. It's just so, it's so hard to call out comedians who have like that hyper ironic image of themselves and then you know actually try and criticize them i mean it's that's just, also in the circle of like uh the edgy youtube content anyways i dubs yeah. you know uh yeah max two mofo and you know all that max like two mofo yeah and uh specifically max mofo's second channel yeah. is what he's referencing specifically yes <laughs> uh but um i don't know i mean back in the day max mofo fucking that's the whole point of having separate channels too on like YouTube and stuff. It's like you yeah. have Captain Sparkles who has eight separate YouTube channels, one for his like Minecraft bullshit, one for his music, one for his workout, one for his vlog. He separates all that into different like streamlines of branding. Yeah. It's it's I'm pretty sure that's mostly just for a um like a taxes a monetary yeah like a monetary <laughs> thing well I, is, if anything it's just monetary streams and maybe just organizing your content you know like some people like they'll have like their main content channel and then like, like stream yeah clips and then, yeah yeah exactly where it's just like it's nice to organize it with a different channel rather than putting it all in one yeah because sometimes it's just good to streamline your content like that yeah but all yeah. right that's the end of the podcast adios man fucks Tim I love you. Goodbye. Burton. <laughs> Tim, Tom Fuck. Burton. Tom yeah, Burton. Fuck Tom Duel.